Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very restful episode of the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt, and and I am joined by the wonderful Casey Woolley. Casey, how you doing? Hello, everyone, and, and welcome in. It's one of those podcasts that's just meant to be peaceful. You know, when I was growing up in Detroit, there used to be a uh, a DJ on 100.3 WNIC. His name was Alan Allman, and he used to host a show at night called Pillow Talk, where he'd talk really slowly and restfully and with that raspy voice. Some might even call it sexy. And uh, I think that's the first time sexy has ever been said on this podcast, Matt. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, there literally was a guy. His name was Alan Alden, and he used to do. Oh yeah. Pillow. Do you remember? Did, did you ever? I mean, I know, I, you were I know twice, exactly so I what you're know, talking about. I... But he it was 100.3 WNIC, and and every night, uh, my my brother and I were scared of him because it was a creepy voice to kids. I mean, but the, but the NPR adults. voice is a very creepy one. Well, but this this was like he would talk like he was sitting next to you, and it was pillow talk, and it was meant to be that sultry sound of very you know and. and, and yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and lay down in your bed, everybody, and look. Put the phone next to you. Yeah. That's what... <laughs> well, the, not the phone. The rate, the radio at the time. That's sort of right, been the, the radio. radio. Yes, and yeah, not so much the phone anymore. But I guess the phone for the podcast. Yeah. Okay. What in the world does this have to do with <laughs> Disney? Well, Matt texted me about eight o'clock last night. He's like, um, "What are we recording tomorrow?" And we had what not are we talking about. It. <laughs> and and it's it, it, it technically it's November, so we could jump into the holidays, which I'm in the process of starting to put all my Christmas stuff up. But I was like, no, you know what? One of the things that occurred to me that's such an essential part of a Disney vacation is the need to get out of the heat and rest for a little bit. Now, I'm not talking like, I mean, I know we talk about taking a break and going back to your resort hotel if you're able. Sometimes you're not able to do that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're just in the park and you're in the park the whole time. And um, I have always <clears throat> been an advocate and and even just going to Disneyland this last time, having those respites, knowing where to go or where to find them, I think are so essential. And so I told Matt, I said, what about if we did a top 10 of like top 10 places to rest or take a break in the park? And we set no criteria for this. It's yeah. just where can you where yeah. can you rest? Well, because because you know? it goes beyond just getting out of the heat, but also like for people with high anxiety or don't like to be in crowds or something like that. Like, where are the kind of nooks that you can find in the yeah. park that are maybe a little less traveled, where if you really are feeling like I just need to get away from people for a second. I, I, I had this this vision in my head last night, Matt, how I thought maybe we could introduce the pod. I'm going to try it and see if it works for a second right now. But it, basically, I was going to start us off going, um, uh, uh, eh, 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 alarm goes off. Mommy, mommy, I want to do this. Dad, I want to do here. What, what are we doing for breakfast? Let's take a, we, oh, we got to get to the bus on time. The bus is going to leave. Oh, my God, we missed the bus. We got to wait for the next bus. Okay, now the choo-choo train's going off. Welcome to Walt Disney World. Music going off. Fireworks going off. Heat coming down. Now we got sprayed with something. I want to go right on this attraction. That attraction's down. Are you kidding? That's what a Walt Disney World vacation can feel like sometimes, yeah. right? It's yeah. nonstop go from the moment your alarm or even before your alarm goes off to uh, and so to your point, you have to just 
get away from all of that sensory overload. And that's for folks who maybe don't have high anxiety. Those who do have high anxiety, it's even crazier, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know how that's going to play. I don't even have mine really in a top 10 order. I just have 10 of them. And they're scattered throughout all four parks of Walt Disney World. Yeah, say I just kind of scattered them, scattered them throughout the parks and... uh uh, you know, didn't we really, tackle, like you maybe, said, do, do we want to tackle like one park at a time, maybe? Um, I suppose that work? we can. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and tackle. Yeah, let's do that instead of like a top 10. I have 10. It still but, is. I have 10 um, as well. But I think if we do them by park, oh, my dog's trying to get up on the couch. Come on, buddy. Come number on. Number 10 is Next kind step. of num- the, the only one for me is number 10 Uh, that is uh, across all parks. I cheated on number 10. OK, well, why don't you give that one first? Do, do that one right <laughs> so, now. So that one we've talked about. This is, I am blanking this under, and each park has three or four of these. Attractions or shows that are indoors or even in shaded areas that give you a good, like, 20 to 30-minute rest. So, in Magic Kingdom, we're <laughs> those talking... Are, those are, like, four of mine, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but, yeah, so, okay. That's, okay, go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, I, 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 you know, in Magic Kingdom, you've got your Hall of Presidents, mm-hmm. um, you know, Hall of Presidents, I don't think is anyone's favorite attraction, but you know what it is? It is a great time to just sit in an air conditioned building and chill, literally and chill. Yeah. There's not going to be a yeah. ton of people in there. You're not going to nope. have to like shuffle in a line and all mm-hmm. like be, feel like you're being herded. Totally great. In Epcot, living with the land. Perfect. You'd sit on this lovely boat mm-hmm. ride. It moves very slow. You get well, living with look- the land could also be, or I'm sorry, Epcot could also be the Three Calaveros. It could be the Spaceship Earth as well. Yeah. Any of those See, are kind of like that. See, I with living with the land because living with the land is a long ride. It is absolutely. And so, is. so that one. And um, what was, what was how- your Hollywood series with Muppet Vision? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, now that's all. <laughs> Gotta that's be a, Muppet Vision. That's a great attraction, uh, regardless. But in terms of like getting out of the heat, it is a really fun yeah. show to go see and also sit inside for a while and then, and then animal, animal obviously is lion king yeah lion king is great um Nemo. Uh, yeah yeah so that was kind of my just in general like you've got a subset of rides and we talked about like mickey's philharmagic like it, like those types of things are great way especially if you have if, if you're an adult you probably can just like find a place, one of these other places to sit and you're fine. But if you have kids, you they might need something that's like mm-hmm. going on yes. for 20 to 30 minutes. And those are great ways to be able to go, okay, we're going to go and we're going to look at some plants for 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's on a boat ride, so you're going to love it. And then I get to sit. <laughs> It's funny you, you just cleared out four of mine. So there we go. <laughs> that's okay. I, I've st- that's okay. I, I First of all, there's not a lot of these places. And I think calling out the attractions that are going to be more low key is probably a good start to this. Because honestly, when when I was thinking through this, I was just thinking about my time in, in those things. I've been to Disney now probably in eight different months, I'd say, or seven different months. Those summer months can be absolutely brutal and if you're not going during the summer months you're probably going during a busier time which can also be absolutely brutal right and so it's trying to figure out a way to be as um as as uh, it, practical and pragmatic with your time so you don't burn out early because we talk a lot about kids burning out 
parents, even if you're not with kids, just adults can burn out too. It's 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 very much a thing. Absolutely. Um, I've only got one other actually at Animal Kingdom, and I don't know if this is a cheat or not, but I have always found Animal Kingdom's a hard one. Animal Kingdom is in the sun. Yeah, Animal Kingdom's it, rough. It almost always feels like it is um 20 degrees hotter or 10 degrees hotter than the rest of the parks that you go to. But I would say for me, the respite that I have always found most useful at Animal Kingdom are that series of shops kind of on Discovery Island, the mercantile shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While, yes, you still might get screaming kids, oh, I want this or whatever. What I will tell you is it's not like the Emporium, which is always busy. Like, if you're going to do your shopping, I would avoid the Emporium at all costs. Yes, it's kind of cool to buy something on Main Street. I get that. But most of what they sell at the Emporium, you're going to find at really any other shop. Yeah. And I will tell you, the mercantile shops, um, and they're on both sides of that main row on Discovery Island as you come through. They are almost always slower. They have just as much fun. In fact, I like the way they're themed. They're really colorful. And I'm telling you, walking into from that air con- into that air conditioning from that hot sun in Animal Kingdom, for me, that is always a respite. Like I, I always seek that out. I don't hit them on the way in. I hit them as I'm traversing Animal Kingdom yeah. when I just a break. There's another one. Um, it's not part of the mercantile shops, but it's it's over in Dino Land. You actually walk through it after you get off Dinosaur, but you don't have to go on Dinosaur to do it. That's also a nice little rest. Oh yeah, as, um, yeah. And again, not nearly as um as busy. Yeah. Um, I've got actually two more in um um uh, Animal Kingdom. Okay. Um, so I like this seems like I kind of went for like some of the like nooks that maybe people don't know about so i put down um the path between africa and pandora is actually a pretty long pathway yeah it's pretty too and it's really pretty uh so if you can find a shaded spot there you'll get the traffic of people like traversing from pandora to africa and vice versa but you're not getting a whole lot of like people that are stopping and um so what i like one of the underrated things that i love about um uh, a lot of my break spots um is people watching people watching Mm -hmm. is great Mm -hmm. at disney world or walt disney world and disneyland really any theme park in general uh really great uh uh uh, place to just kind of people watch um and to give a little bit of respite as well as kind of set you up for where are you going next? If you're heading out of Pandora, you're you rest and then okay, now we're back into the the Africa mm-hmm. or vice versa. You've been doing all the Africa things, you're going to go into Pandora. Maybe your fast pass doesn't start for a little bit. Um, you know what? Let's just chill between yeah, between the definitely. two and get a little bit of a relaxation. So I had that one and then I also had the Discovery Island trails. So down near the tree um is a place that not a whole lot of people go. It can be a little bit hard to find shade at times. Yeah, it can. Um, and so, like, if you're looking to get out of the sun, that's maybe not your best bet. But I had it on there because it really doesn't, because it's not really an attraction, so to speak. Um, it, it, uh, I really enjoy it as a way to just, again, get away from the people, get away from the crowds. You're down near to the tree. So you really get an up close look at that tree and kind of how mm-hmm. big and how, what a like wonder of a architecture from an architecture standpoint. You get some of that when you're going down to it's a bug's life too. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and definitely right. um, like that 3D show too. It's tough to be a bug. Um, uh, get get it while you can. It looks I would like say it's get, away, so. I mean, okay, I, I'll be honest. I'm I'm you know I I like the show. It's not my favorite thing, but I like it. I, I'm happy that they're. You don't like <laughs> getting poked by the bees? Come on now. Oh, see, oh. I know when everything's coming, so oh. I just like. <laughs> oh. That you want to watch time, kid, like, like at what, least what one kid that? will it's... scream in terror as the spiders fall uh, from me, the... me i'm that kid <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move over to abcot um okay. obviously we talked living with the land and like those longer rides i'm gonna i have um two here myself one i just well actually both i discovered the last trip i was there um so if you've not eaten or been to the connections cafe it is, I thought for some reason the Connections Cafe was just a Starbucks location. Yeah, Starbucks is in there. It's a gigantic cafeteria. Have you been there, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. I love Connections it, Cafe. It, I'm telling you, and if you're looking, yes, it's kind of plain Jane, but I will tell you, you can kind of find yourself a little corner of the area, a corner of the room set up. Like uh, when I was there um, last time, Chris, uh, our, our travel agency owner, was there, and she, um, you know, her and I met and we we chatted for 90 minutes in the cafe and it was just, it was, yeah, it was busy, but it was, it was cool. It was, um, it, it, it got us out of the sun. You have your free unlimited soda right there, which is nice. So buy a soda, kind of get refreshed, which I think is good. I think that's another element of this. Sometimes it's being able to get your fuel, you know, that you might yeah. need. Yeah. The other one, um, which it was brand new and I got to experience because it was an AP holder preview um, and is going to quickly become a nice respite is the Moana journey of water. Yeah. I was um, wondering about that when you, based on our episode, right. You talked about that. I was like, Oh, that, this sounds like the perfect. It's so it's, it's so refreshing um, in every way. Right. Uh, and it, it's playful. So your kids are, you know, go back to that thing of your kids need something to do. Mm -hmm. You don't need to put your hands in the water, but you can watch them have some fun. Um, you, you, it, it's just a nice, and it's shaded enough that you're not in the sun either. So it, it's, I, I do recommend bringing in, bringing water with you into the journey of water. Cause it's going to make you thirsty because there's water everywhere, <laughs> but it is a really nice little, um, a nice little place to just take a break. Well, and, and kind of along those lines, this may seem kind of dumb, but bring a water bottle to Dis Walt Disney World and Disneyland because you can fill up water for free like at all the various places. water fountains yep, absolutely and so like you can really like stay hydrated throughout the day by having your own water bottle and you can get a big honking canteen if you want to so um I had three um in uh in, in interesting this one. okay yeah. okay um the first one is uh the aquarium uh from the seas with finding Nemo ah, even if yes. you don't go on the ride it is inside. You set yourself up in mm -hmm. front of a fish tank, watching fish just swim around, really relaxing. Like there's some Zen element of that. So, I mean, I, I would recommend you go on the ride as well, because why not? You know, it's also part of the rest. But let's say you're like, eh, I'm, I really I don't want to wait in a line. I don't want to be boarded. I don't want to do any of that. You can just walk right into the aquarium. It's also one of the largest aquariums in North America. I think it's and like with third the, largest? With like some of the most diverse marine life in the world. And I, as I understand it, they're restoring it, right? They're taking the Nemo elements out of it. Is that correct? I, I haven't heard, heard that one. but Oh, um... I have. I've heard that, that, they're, or that they're talking about removing the Nemo elements and just bringing it back just to 
regular you know, a regular aquarium, which, you know, for those who are sick and tired of having IP injected in everything, that might not be a bad thing for those who know Nemo and Dory. Okay. Maybe it'll be a loss. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think if you're a finding Nemo fan, you're probably not like a diehard, the seas with Nemo and friends, like it, it's fine, <laughs> but also <laughs> in this um, great big world. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. Number two. Uh, my other one, uh, my other two are on the, um, I mean, the, the world showcase is full of great little nooks, but mm-hmm. I want to call out two of them. One of them is in the Canada pavilion. If you work your way into the back area, there's a really nice like waterfall area mm-hmm. that, um, because it's again, you know, sunken back in, it really is very quiet. It's a great picture spot. Um, you know, rarely does anyone come back there because there's not like a character meet and greet or anything yeah. like the UK gardens are really nice, but like, I know Mary Poppins is there and Alice gets there. Alice gets back there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you kind of have some, some traffic there. Um, and then the other one, I, I have found many a time the Japan pavilion, the gardens in there, Beautiful. just yeah. like sitting there mm-hmm. and, um, it, it has a very peaceful, um, element to it. It's gorgeous. It's and like a Zen it, garden. <laughs> yeah, a Zen garden. You can very much rest and recharge. And and this is probably just scraping the surface. Like I'll, I'll bet every single um, Oh, they all have it. They yeah. every single every single country in World Showcase has some type. I, I, I struggled with whether I was gonna put some of that on there, but then I was like, okay, if I put one, I can put all. Like every yeah. single one of them has an element. Like I think sometimes it's easy to walk by world showcase and, you know, do, do the, the top line headliner, either attraction or the top line headliner food. But there's a lot, I mean, Japan, for example, they have got an amazing set of shops Yeah, back in the back. I think we've talked on this podcast before the, the Pearl experience, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's just a blast. Like that, that takes 30 minutes of your day. And, and, you know, that's why I think Epcot in a lot of ways is still to this day a different type of theme park than you would get at all other of the other ones in that it's not just about the attraction there, there there's there's a lot of other stuff there um one thing I, I will add in world showcase and i believe this is in the american pavilion again we talked about the american venture being an option but if you are a disney visa card holder there's actually a private disney visa lounge above the um american adventure that all you gotta do is just show them your disney visa and you can go upstairs um they have free water and soda and free snacks and you can just chill it's an air-conditioned little lounge um yeah it's almost like a it's almost like a poor man's club 33 i guess that's <laughs> the way to put it um but yeah that isn't that is an epcot so that's a, that's a good option at least it was there pre-pandemic I, i'm fairly certain they brought it back but yeah. yeah that's another respite there in epcot yeah but i but yeah don't underestimate like now this this may not be as good with kids because <laughs> hey kids come let's sit in this garden for a while but like <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, that's uh, funny but especially like, you know, when my wife went during my wife and I, and I went during food and wine, it's great. Grab your grab your drink, grab your little snack and just go go chill for a second. Um, it's it's really great to be able to take that break and that in the middle of this hustle and bustle theme park, mm-hmm. there's this it, it reminds me a little bit of what Central Park is to New York City. We're like yeah. in the middle of this huge metropolitan city that never sleeps. <laughs> there's just this really tranquil park. <laughs> I have to I have to tell you a funny little story. So I'm a 
uh, a United Airlines um, uh, credit card holder, right? So I have a, their United Airlines Visa. And one of the perks of having the Explorers card is that um, uh, four times, or is it three times, so four, three or four times a year, you get exclusive access to the um, Explorers Club uh, or the Sky Miles Club or whatever they call it in yeah, yeah, yeah. in the airports, right? During the pandemic, this wasn't open, so I couldn't take advantage of it. But the last couple of times I've gone, when it's just been me and not Nate, I've been able to um, get access to the Explorers Club. It, it it's it's nothing crazy. It's little hors d'oeuvres and unlimited unlimited soda and water and like beer and wine, right? They've got stuff too, but it's you you basically go in, you show your your card, they scan you in, and then you are literally kind of in this completely separate part of the airport where like everybody else is hustling and bustling around you. You're just chilling, drinking your, 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 your beer and, and playing, you have a free Wi-Fi, and, yeah. and like, you know, I usually get there early enough. Like it's, you know, two hours, two and a half hours before that, like I'm near my gate, but I don't have to be at my gate. And so for an hour and a half, I can just chill in this lounge and eat and, and drink and be merry. Right. And um, that's kind of what, that's kind of what like the, the, the visa card lounge reminds me of in, um, at Upcot, but really any of these respites where it's not really attraction based. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Hollywood studios. Um, I don't have a ton at Hollywood studios. Apparently not a very restful park. It's not a very restful park, except for the fact that there are enough shows there that any one of those shows is a break. The frozen sing-along. Yeah, is a break. That is that is an absolute break. The one that I have on here, strangely enough, is actually not air conditioned, but it's in the shade and cool enough. It is the Indiana Jones stunts show spectacular. Yes. Yeah, that that one's first of all, it's just a fun show, but it also is a great like it's almost like when the park opened originally, it had a great spot like it, it made sense in, in the park and the way the park has evolved. I'm I'm just waiting for the day for them just to come in and say, okay, we're done with the show. Like yeah. it feels like it doesn't belong anymore, but it's still such a really enjoyable show and one that I would be extremely disappointed if they take it out. It's it's great. You like you said, it's still outside. And so if you're not wanting to because some people like the air conditioning is a little much, like they definitely blast the air conditioning. This you're staying outside, but you are definitely in a shaded amphitheater. Um, the show is great, very entertaining, lots of action, uh, co- really cool stunts. It's funny, like in, in the, you know, mm-hmm. theme park way. Um, yeah, that, that is a, a, an excellent, excellent one. Um, yeah, I, I had, um, the Muppet 3d courtyard as a place to kind of mm-hmm. sit and mm-hmm. chillax. Um, this yep. one is definitely a little bit selfish. Um, I like hanging out there. You got the fountain, you got uh, pizza Rizzo, you've got obviously Muppet 3d vision there, but just a nice little area to kind of just sit and chill in for a little bit. And then, you know, decide whether you want to go eat some food, go, go mm-hmm. eat some pizza that is themed after a rat, um, or, uh, <laughs> go. The Which... other one that, I, the other one that I would add to that, Matt would be, um, Hollywood and vine. Yeah. Um, I have a special place in my heart for Hollywood and vine. Now, the caution here is it is a character meal. So like the character interaction piece of it might be over simulating, 
but there is something about I just I like being there. I feel like it's in the heart of everything. You can see what's going on outside. Um and it's air conditioned and it's a buffet and the food is is decently good. I mean, I've been to some Disney buffets that are just trash. This one, they're pretty good. Even Nate likes the food here. Like there's enough options for all of us. So I, I think that that could be another respite. And there's a number of restaurants in Hollywood Studios, Hollywood and Vine, 50s Primetime Cafe, Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. Take your pick. Sci-Fi, I think, is overpriced for the food you're getting. 50s Primetime Cafe, though, I think is a is a hoot. Like that's another yeah. one that's like, you know, it's a respite. It gets you out of the heat for a little bit because otherwise you've got the Backlot Express. That's not even indoors. Like it's yeah. it's just it's it, you know it's just, it's just burgers there. and fries. Yeah, <laughs> um, or the ABC commissary. Like that one's at least indoors. I'll give them credit for that one. Um, but it does feel and God that one, they, that one very much feels like a yesteryear thing though. When they had like the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that made sense. Now it's just just really weird. Like they ABC need, is here too. They need something. In Toy Story Land, though, uh, there have you been to Toy Story Land? Well, aren't they doing that barbecue? Um, yeah, but that's a sit-down table yeah. service restaurant. No, like you're right because because there's no boxes outside. There's no yeah. shade there. Um, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, because Woody's lunchbox is outside, and then, um, like, yeah, I mean, Slinky Dog Dash, and and I mean, if you are standing in line, there's shade. They have they've created some shade over sort there. of sort of. It, there's there's no. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like there's not even shops that are blowing air conditioning in onto you. Like yeah. like some of these areas where it's all outdoors, you've at least got some like indoor air conditioning. Like Animal Kingdom, they blow air conditioning because of it. You don't even get any of that. Like and and Galaxy's Edge ain't much better. I mean, well, it, it, Galaxy's it, Edge it, at least has the shops. Like that's the yes, thing about Toy yeah. Story Land. Uh, Toy Story there's Land's nothing. got two rides and now two restaurants or yeah. three rides and two three restaurants. Rides. That's it. Yeah, um, and the way Midway Mania is built, you don't even get in the air conditioning from that because you got to walk through the outside queue. Yeah, it's so yeah. I, I I do really wish that they'd figure out a way to 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 shade that off a little bit more. So yeah, I I, um, I I I wish that that was a like big consideration of any time that somebody is doing an attraction or whatever. How are we um, gonna keep these people cool? <laughs> yeah, how are we gonna make sure that people don't like bake here Die. in the sun? Yeah, we don't want to and don't want to fry anybody here. All right, any more for you go to Hollywood Studios? That was it. Like I, I honestly, Hollywood Studios was a little bit difficult for me. Like, yeah, it was me. Too. I, there really wasn't like there really wasn't a whole lot of like, oh, this is a great little space to sit. It's a pretty bu- mm-hmm. pretty uh, you know busy park, and and like we said with Toy Story Land, not necessarily a lot of like shaded areas. Yep. All right, so now we move on to Magic Kingdom. Um, I've got four here. Um, uh, do you, how many do you have? I have three. All right, so let's kind of go back and forth on these. I'm going to start with one of my favorite traditions that Nate and I do every time we're there, and that is we grab a Dole Whip from the Sunshine Tree Terrace, and then we go over and we go watch the Tiki Room. And we watch the Enchanted Tiki Room while we're eating our Dole Whip. There is something so refreshing about just chilling in the Tiki Room, one of Walt's originals, eating this classic uh, classic treat. We usually time it just right. We don't have to wait very long. And the line's not very long anyway. And you get to you get to watch this attraction, and then kind of goes back to what you said about attractions being thirty minutes or whatever. But like this isn't quite a thirty minute attraction; it's about a ten minute attraction. But with the Dole Whip in hand, 
there's it, the lights go down right mm -hmm. and it's just it's it's especially if you get that back row where you can put your 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 back up against the wall a little bit oh it's just there's something so nice about that moment in fact you just don't want to get up you just wish you could just sit through the next one you know yeah Yep. No, that's that's a good one. Tiki Room is a great little great little respite. Like is, you said, it's, is it a little it, tropical hideaway? Yeah. <laughs> Zing. Welcome to my tropical hideaway. Did the you ever see? You. No, you wouldn't have. Uh, are, you're aware of the like under new management version, right? Oh, I know the whole story. Do you know the whole story behind that? Oh yeah, like it's it's about, it's, about no about the burn down and everything and, and yeah and how yeah. They, oh, yeah. So for our listeners, real quick, who don't know it, go go ahead and tell them real quick, man. So it was like they so in the '90s they they of course you know '90s being very big with synergy, they decided to it was the Enchanted Tiki Room under new management. Mm -hmm. And they added like Zazu and Iago. Iago, um, yeah, yeah, and, and one there, other. There was a whole plot around it, and um, and it, like it was universally hated. Yeah, like People everyone disliked absolutely it. <laughs> hated this thing. That was the one of the Eisner's synergy things that he wanted to do, right? Yeah, yeah. So Eisner, of course, destroyed. So for everyone who's like. Oh, they're destroying these classic attractions with IP. It's been happening since the '90s, folks. <laughs> now, but you got you, you know the rest of the story, though, right? Well, that's it. Burnt like it, it got caught fire, right? Yeah. So one night, randomly, randomly, and I'm doing air quotes, folks. Randomly, one night in the control room, the animatronics caught fire. No one to this day knows how, or why, or what happened. All we know is that. After that happened, Disney announced that they would be putting it back into its original form. They they uh they defrosted <laughs> Walt for a night, and he went out and sabotaged it, and then went back it, to his cryogenically go. frozen but chamber. It just, it, it's it's just one of those stories in Disney lore that I just think is hilarious. Yeah. All right, what's your what's one of yours for Magic Kingdom? Uh, so I have the Storybook Circus area. Um, I was gonna I was thinking about this one. You're talking about K the Casey Junior Splash Zone. Like Case Junior Splash Zone, you've got the nice little shop back there. Mm -hmm. You're right next to the Disney to the train station. So like mm -hmm. if you need to get back up to the front of the park very quickly, you can. Um got big Pete Silly Sideshow over there. Yep, you got big yep. Pete Silly Sideshow. You've got a lot of rides around there as well that are good for small children that often don't have long waits, like the goofy barnstormer roller coaster. Usually does not have more than a 15 to 20 minute wait. It also um, doesn't have to just be for kids. That's kind of a fun ride. It's a little for tall people. It's rough, but it is still a fun ride. That was my 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 oldest's first roller coaster, and, <laughs> and she had a blast. Um, but uh, yeah, it's fun. Like not just for kids, but for adults as well. Like it's a fun. You've also got um, Dumbo's attraction, which is housed inside underneath the big tent there too. Exactly. So like yeah. it, you don't even wait in line for that anymore. They give you a pager to page you back in, exactly, which I think is exactly. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so like when you're if you're waiting for Dumbo, you're waiting while your kids are playing and you can just sit. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then when you're when you're buzzer, you call your kids and off you go. And so that's a really great respite as okay, let's say Dumbo is a 40 minute wait. Uh, on, for some for some parents you can be like, "Great. Awesome. <laughs> like let's mm -hmm. get in there. Here's my ticket, kids. You go hang go out. Burn I'm, off burn off some steam, baby. Burn off the <laughs> burn energy. It off. I'm going to sit over here. <laughs> yep. Yes. And in, in the air conditioning under that big tent, which is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. But even, I, even I love that. that. I like, love that yeah. gift shop back there. The big top souvenirs. That's yeah, a fun. Yeah. Cause it combines toys 
with some basic souvenirs with candy and your your confectionery stuff like it's it's like a little it's like a combination emporium and main street confectionery put together which i think is a lot of fun and like you were talking about with that emporium where that place is super busy a lot of times this one isn't and so no. if you're if you're looking for a great place to like get your kid a souvenir this is a great spot to do it without mm -hmm. the like crowds of people that are mm -hmm. um all around so i um, will say to to kind of as a side note their mobile checkout experience has been a, a, a lifesaver. I don't know if you've used it or not, but I've for not those used of you, checkout though. so mobile checkout basically allows you in any store that has it to go onto your My Disney Experience app, scan the UPC code, it finds it, check out using your own credit card right on the My Disney Experience app, and then all you got to do on your way out is show the person at the door the QR code, and they'll scan it. Oh, it's 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 a game changer it's like it mobile is, it's like mobile order it's it um, is a game changer yeah it, like when I, you look at that line like when you look at the line of you know 12 or 15 people waiting to check out and you like oh my god i gotta move you just go boop 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 boop, boop you're done in five minutes it's absolutely yeah. amazing yeah that's it's fantastic awesome. yeah that that mobile order like those are also ways like those are also some under under you or underappreciated like um respite type things because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. exhausting you know standing in a line waiting to pay or waiting to order <laughs> i do have to i do have to share a really funny story real quick so everyone talked about i had to try these cheeseburger spring rolls at magic kingdom there's okay. a cart okay so they don't do mobile checkout for them so or mobile order so <laughs> i get there and i go up and i, I look and there's a line and I'm like, oh, I start waiting in line. Lady behind me goes, oh, this isn't the line to order. This is the, the line to pick up your cheeseburgers or your, your spring rolls. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, she's like, there's two lines. I'm like, okay. So I get in another line to order my food and I'm given my slip of paper to then get in another line to go pick up my food, which was just the weirdest thing because it's like around this circular I, I don't know, yeah. but that's how popular the cheeseburgers were. So, um, yeah. Okay. okay. I'm going to combine two of mine because they kind of are a similar premise. Um, and it, it depends on like who you're there with. I have found two restaurants at magic kingdom are absolute respites for me. Okay. The be our guest restaurant is an amazing restaurant. If you have a family. And you are there with your kids and you get a reservation because once you get through and you order your food, you sit and there's so much to look at, but it's a very, have you been in there? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a very relaxing dining experience, whether you're in the room with the rows, whether you're in the ballroom, whether you're in the other room, it's a very relaxing experience. They bring the water to you. It's literally, there's no windows. I think that's maybe one of the reasons why I like it in there. There are no windows whatsoever. It's all digitally created for you to make it feel like you're inside the world of Beauty and the Beast, which is awesome. And because there's no windows, there's no sun. Nobody gets the glare of the window. You are basically treated to artificial light out of the sun for an hour or however long you're there. And no, it's not a buffet you in a lot of ways are treated like royalty inside that restaurant. And I have always loved that restaurant when I am with, with, with kids or with family. The second restaurant is a respite for me when I go by myself. 
and that is the Jungle Skipper Canteen. I love that restaurant. First of all, first of all, it's almost always a walk up. Like people, because it's got kind of exotic food. People don't always pick it. You barely ever see families in there. It's usually adults or, or, you know, couples or whatever. Sometimes you'll see families in there, but not a lot. They have some of the best food. Um, what's the one I always get? I want to say it's, um, is it the lamb? I think it's the lamb or something. Yeah, I can't, but it's just so good. And again, there's, it's fun to look at. It's all themed around the the jungle cruise, right? Which is a blast in of itself. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, you're in there again, there's no windows. It It is, I think the thing that I enjoy most about some of these restaurants is it's artificially created for me to get out of the sun for just a little bit of time. And sometimes you need that. You just need I don't even think it's the air conditioning. It's just the lack of natural light because you're in it for so long to get out of it gives your body a break. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. Like getting out of the sun. Like, I mean, I, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Like we're just being outside and in the sun is exhausting on your body. Even if you're in the shade mm-hmm. the whole time, or even if you're in the shade, most of the time, like, I mean, yeah. I remember when I was in high school, like doing marching band camps where you'd be out in the sun and Oof. yeah, it's exhausting because Oof. we're moving, but it's also just exhausting because you're in the sun. <laughs> you're in the sun the whole time. All right. What's one of yours? Uh, these are the, the area right outside the Christmas shop um is a fantastic oh, yes. area i you, love i love the old christmas shop yes because i mean yes. you know casey the and smell, i the smell the yes. smell you get the christmas shop if you want to pop in there you can uh in in 50 years you'll see casey and i working there yep uh <laughs> welcome to in 50 years i really hope i'm not there when i'm 90 but uh <laughs> may, 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 maybe in 30 years, 30 years, I'll be 70 and I could be the little old man at the Christmas shop, but not, okay. not, not 90, right. 90. Well, you know, if I'm still that spry at 90, then okay. There it you is. know, I feel like if you're 90 and want to work at the Christmas shop, you probably can choose your own hours. Yes, um, yes, yes. Like be like, you know, I'm just here on Mondays. <laughs> anyway. Um, Mondays you... from 10 to one. <laughs> <laughs> become that, become one of those Disney legends that, that, you know, everyone, you know, the people that the, 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 the citizens of main street that retired everybody's like so sad about yeah exactly exactly um so but you've got like you've got the christmas shop there but you've got some nice benches even like behind yeah. the christmas behind shop, it. you got some yes nice, yeah um but even in front of it you've got those trees that are like on the ledges like where the um uh where the muppet uh show uh in liberty square used to be like you can mm-hmm. sit it's shaded um yeah. you know when when they're lucky was the... enough you can get a a glimpse of the parade too exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm. um you know when the, when the muppet uh when the muppets the great moments in history was there that was a great place to see then that you mm-hmm. time that up and you can kind of but that unfortunately is no longer there um, but regardless, um, still a really, really nice spot in Magic Kingdom and well, gives and you very spot, easy access. That spot behind Yield Christmas Shop, too, is never busy. It's yeah. never busy. It's a good walking path shortcut if you don't want to have to go up and around and go into the hub. If you want to, if you're trying to make it from like um, uh, Liberty Square over to like Crystal Palace area, that's a good direct route. And sometimes you'll even see characters over there. Yeah, we uh, met uh, Mary Poppins people. and one of the penguins over there. Yeah, sometimes the um, Merida used to appear over there a little bit too. Oh, or okay. uh, was it Merida? I think it was Merida. And sometimes the, the stepsisters will show up there too, which is okay. really odd. So yeah. Rapunzel or whatever. 
Um, okay, the other one I have on my list. Um, okay, this one's kind of a cheat. I'm not going to lie, but it's still because it's MK adjacent. First of all, bus rides from Magic Kingdom suck because they're just it's just a long walk. It, yeah. The only one that's worse is Hollywood Studios, I think. But the Magic Kingdom has uh, an element to it in terms of transportation that the other parks really don't do not, and that is the water taxis. And mm-hmm. I have found that sometimes when I just need a break from the crowd midday, I'll walk out of the park and I'll just catch the first water taxi to whichever resort I want, whether it's uh, Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge, Polynesian or the Grand, whichever's there. Usually there's no, usually it's, I actually had one, uh, two trips ago. It was just me. I was the only one on the water taxi and he was headed to, um, I want to say it was the Polynesian. Yeah. I want to say it was the Polynesian that even if it's not just you, if, even if it's just a few people be, yes, you're in the sun, but you've got the wind, you've got the water. I'm a boat guy. My, my, my dad had boats when I was kids. I used to love going out on the lake, um, the smell, the water, the fuel from the boat. Then you get docked at the other location and now you can just kind of walk around in in kind of the, the, the classicness of whatever resort you're at for a little bit, the beauty for 30 or 40 minutes. If you just want, you know, it, even better if you've got maybe a dinner reservation at that resort too. Mm-hmm. walk around, whatever. And then if you want to take a boat ride back, you can do it. It's usually going to be busier to do it on the way back. Or if you're on a monorail loop, catch the monorail and head back. It's a nice little respite away from the craziness of the park. You know, we talk about, um, going back to your resort to swim or take a nap midday, sometimes maybe you're there for a day trip or you drove or you're off property and you can't really do that. This is a way to still get out of the park for 90 minutes and relax. And, and, and yeah, okay, you can't use the pool at those resorts, but you can definitely walk around. You could definitely look at some of the shops, get a breakfast or, or sorry, a lunch or dinner at one of those resorts, even get a snack. Yeah. And then after and heck you could even i've even done this before matt uh last trip or maybe this was a trip in may i think this was a trip in may i went to fort wilderness lodge and um or sorry wilderness lodge and i just chilled in their lobby and their comfortable chairs for about 45 minutes and just people watched it was the coolest thing just to sit there and people watch and watch the waterfall and it's one of the coolest lobbies right so I know it's a little bit of a cheat, but it is Magic Kingdom adjacent. And I well, think and, that that's a way to do it. And like you said, it's not like you're it, it, it's it's easy enough to get to that. It feels like a respite yeah. um, um, uh, because that can be like you said, like it, it, if, if you can get back to your resort, do that. But we like we get it. Sometimes that's just not possible. Mm-hmm. How do you get that? throughout the day in the park. And that to me is the key, especially with kids, but with anyone of any age, the trip becomes terrible if you're exhausted and tired and, um, and you, you, you just like, we're, we're doing this out of like, okay, we have to like get to the next thing. Uh, oh no. Like, it's just, why, why, what are you doing? Like, why, why are you doing this? If, if you love the breakneck speed and you love just bouncing all around and doing as much as you can. Wonderful. Like that's have a great time, but it's going to burn you uh, out though, man, it's going to burn burn out out very, very quickly. And so, um, and so like, these are like, even in some cases planning out these moments where 
you know, we've talked about some of these places. Like, like you said, we have, you know, we're, we, we are going to go see Muppet 3d vision, but we're going to sit in this courtyard for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, this actually transitioned into my last one. And that is, um, I think a great place to take a break is somewhere on main street, USA, about a good enough time before the parade starts that you get a good seat because this does two things for you. One, you get front row to the parade. Mm-hmm. You you pick your spot. You get the shaded spot. You get the spot where you get the best pictures. You get the spot, whatever. You, you choose. But then you also kind of get a little bit of a break in terms yeah. of like we're breaking up the day. And the nice thing about that as well that, we, that I've had with kids is like, oh, you're a little bit hungry and you want a snack? Let's go to the confectionery. Oh, you're feeling a little antsy and don't really want to walk? Well, here, mommy and and younger sister, younger brother will sit here. We're going to go walk around the Emporium for 10, 15 Mm -hmm. minutes. Um, Like, it it gives the ability for you to trade off. And then again, when the parade starts, you're front row. You're not, you know, muscle and trying to be like, okay, can you see this person? Can you do this? You are right there. Great people watching on Main Street. You get to see families taking their picture. You can see couples taking their picture. You can even, in some cases, be the person that helps take the picture. So you can kind of be a part of the magic if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 I find that Main Street USA, like hour and a half hour before the parade starts, really good time to take a break. You know, I think those rules can also apply to your nighttime shows as well. Getting camping out an hour and a half or so before um, happily ever after find your spot and then go grab a a hot dog from Casey's corner for everybody and just chill. It's, it's like family time or um, phantasmic. You know, I know there's a big lineup of people to go into phantasmic, but get your seat, find where you want to sit. Then at that point you're in, okay, you got 45 minutes before the show begins, go grab your, you know, your, 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 um, honeymoon roasted almonds up top or your popcorn or your drinks, go use the bathroom, you know, take in the atmosphere. You're in the most magical place on earth about ready to watch one of the most spectacular presentations that they do. Right. I think those are all, all good things. I think something you said about if you're the go, go, go type of person, I, I would challenge yourself and just say, are you really the go, go, go? Or is that really, or, or are you doing it because you feel that's what you have to do? And I, I will tell you, you are not going to lose any part of your trip. Let me actually rephrase it. If you're go, 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 going all the time, because you're afraid that you're going to miss out on some type of a memory. Your kids aren't going to remember everything about that trip. They're going to latch on to two or three special things every trip. You're going to latch on to two or three things every trip and remember those. But you can't plan what those things are. They just happen. Mm-hmm. And if the the opposite can happen true, too, where if you're go, 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 and it feels like it's a drill sergeant type thing, that can also backfire on you. It, it can create a bad memory, right? Oh my God, you know, mom or dad, you, know, you don't want to do that, right? I, I don't know about you, Matt, but every single one of the things on my list here are things that I have done. Yeah. Oh these yeah. Are this all like, this wasn't just that, like, these are literal places I have experienced and have memories of, and that's why I'm able to talk about them. Is that true for you too? Oh, absolutely. Um, in, in, uh, in uh, one of the ones that I remember is like under the hat in, in Hollywood studios, like you oh, sit under the yes. hat 
Um, oh my goodness. Just relax. I missed, um, I um, yeah, no, it's, it really is, especially when, cause if you really think about it, like if you structure your day, I'm not saying drill sergeant it out, structure your day correctly and you get there at open and stay until close, you have plenty of time to do everything that you want and still take, take some time to take to, some to, time to, just, to take it in, to take yeah. it in. I, I, when I was there in, in September for those couple of days, um, another one I had on my list was the, the Cheshire cafe right behind there. There's the, there's a little spot to sit where you can enjoy your Cheshire tail, Cheshire cat tail and people watch, right? It was in the sun. So it's not the best spot in the world, but there's not a lot of people there. And so you can take a breath. And I remember that place or the time that I went with my mom back in 20. 16 or 17 whatever i think it was 16 2016 and we stayed the extra day because of hurricane matthew and so she decided to stay at the hotel and i took the chance to go to the magic kingdom for a couple of hours it's the first time i ever experienced the park all by myself and i remember you talked about people watching i grabbed a dole whip this was 10 o'clock in the morning grabbed a dole whip and sat in adventureland and ate my dole whip and just watched just watched just watched people i i overheard you know it I did that little exercise earlier where, you know, mommy, mommy, blah, blah, you know, where it kind of felt overwhelming. When you make the conscious choice to sit down, it becomes more, you hear kids, you hear the magic in kids' voice, you hear the magic in parents' voice, you hear the the, the families doing stuff together and it makes you smile. And yeah. I think that's what these places do is it just gives you a, a minute to catch your breath. You know, yeah. So I agree. Sp- speaking of minutes, real quick, did you see what Disneyland did with Miss Minutes on the facade of It's a Small World? No, I didn't. So apparently, I, I don't know if it was for the premiere or if it had to do with the cliffhanger that happened. I haven't been watching it, so I don't know what's what's called up. But they put Miss Minutes on the front of It's a Small World in Disneyland a few weeks ago ah yes i see that that's isn't cool. that crazy isn't that nuts that's uh, nuts i think the um the thing with the cliffhanger they did is the instagram account they deleted everything from the um from the loki instagram account to account for whatever was happening in that moment or something yeah yeah um yeah. it's been a really good um character development season with loki the finale gotta... releases um uh, I, got, I, got this a, week. I got I got seven days. I got to watch it because my 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 Disney Plus. I finally canceled it. Did yeah, I tell you that. Said. Yeah. So I, I I finally canceled it. It's it November twelfth. I've been watching the behind the attractions. Um, yeah. Episodes. I just got done with the Pirates of the Caribbean one, which was pretty awesome. So. Yeah. Here's the fun part about it, though. Again, like if there's a show that you ever want to watch, you just pay the one month, watch it, mm-hmm. and then you're exactly. done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um. Have you been this is the last thing before we go? Um. Have you been hearing any of the new songs from uh, the movie Wish? The two ones I haven't now. Now I don't know if I want to spoil. I don't ever. I have never done that. I didn't do it with Moana. I didn't do it with Frozen. I didn't do it with. I I like to hear them in the movie. Mm-hmm. I, hear I don't want to. I don't want to hear them up front. I think the one exception to that was I downloaded the Aladdin live action soundtrack when That's it first a little came bit out different, though. because I wanted to see how, how whether or not like they, they had messed them up or not. And they did it. Will Smith delivered a hundred percent, but, but that um, that was also like, you knew the plot, like you, exactly, you know, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, the two songs um, that are I think out. I did it. I actually think I did do it with the frozen two soundtrack 
and you don't have any idea what's going on until you watch Frozen 2. But I just I want I want to I want to see Wish. I've actually um with it's the exception of the teaser trailer, I have not watched any of the trailers either. Like I don't know anything about the villain or the only thing I know is there's some somebody who ca- makes who cast wishes or grants wishes. That's it. I don't want to know anymore. I want to see the movie. Yeah, the song the two I I will say this, the two songs that are out are very good and one of them is constantly stuck in my head. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. I do still feel, Matt, and I was telling Nate this the other day, I told you this on the podcast. We are at the very minimum on board for a Moana level event. I think we could probably see a Frozen level movie here. I think this movie, again, based on the two songs that I've heard, like, I'm, man, Chris Pine can sing, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He's the villain, right? Uh, He's King, uh, he's, he's the, the king of the movie. Yes. He's the one who grants the wishes, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I think he's the villain. I think that's my understanding. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. Well, no, I think that's what the first <laughs> teaser, teaser teaches us is he's the villain. I think I knew that. Yeah. So, but well, you really can't spoil it all that much. No one really knows what the plot is. I would yet. say I don't so, really know anything. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Well, um, let's go ahead. The bar the bar keeps telling us, "Hey, y'all, it's 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 time to get out of here." Uh, I don't know why are we turns... are, are we at a bar in the south? <laughs> it just turned southern all of a sudden. Jeez. Um. All right. Couple hey, of y'all! Things. Time to get out of here. <laughs> um. Our podcast is uh, sponsored by FakeSportsTeams.com. Oh, Matt's got a shirt on. Was it the Pirate Tigers? I got our, Pirate our, Tiger shirt on. The Pirate Tiger shirt. Okay. So FakeSportsTeams.com. Um. Definitely uh, check that out. Actually, my friend Jim. Jim, I know you're listening. Jim Smith. Hi. Uh, he loves the fact that you came up with that and he was going to check it out. So he was very excited. He told me that the other day. Um, anyway, so uh, fakesportsteams.com, check it out. Um, it's also sponsored by um, uh, Magical Memories by Casey. Um, I, I just put out, this is not Disney, this is Universal. But if you're looking to go to Universal anytime now through July, now is the time to book. They just released a five-night um three park special basically five nights five days at universal with park to park tickets um 25 off to be able to do that for a family of four tons of savings if you stay at lowe's royal pacific which is one of their premier we talked about that being like a deluxe hotel you actually are going to get the um, express pass for free which is like getting 164 dollars per person per day so do the math on that real quick it's a heck of a savings so i do highly recommend it um i can definitely help you with that if you're looking to go to disneyland walt disney world check me out at caseywoolley.com and we can uh, have you fill out the planning blueprint to, to do that my other tease is that season seven of discontinued on display is getting very close to hitting the airwaves. Oh boy. Okay. What is it? What's what, what's the what discontinued is this jobs is going to be our uh, jobs that no longer exist. So we are starting out with a, uh, with the uh, leech gatherer and oh God. And let's see what, what was the, I, I got, I got to get the name right. Hang on. I have oh, it. Oh God. Uh, yes, the le- leech collector and the knocker upper. The knocker upper is that the one with that 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 um? I think the knocker upper is the one where they light the, light the 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 candles, right? Or light no, the no, that would be lights? that would be the lamp lighter. Oh, do you have that one on there too? 
Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the lamplighter okay. in the season as you well. Got, but... You got to do that with Mary Poppins. Come on. Exactly, now. exactly. What but... the heck's the... Oh, wait, the knocker-upper is the person who stayed up to knock on people's doors and knock to wake them up, right? Yes, it was, it was the uh, yes. like 1800s alarm clock. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I, so I we're going to talk, uh, we're gonna talk uh, jobs that, that no longer exist anymore um, wow. for various reasons. And the um, the, the, in terms of the knocker-upper, we invented the alarm clock. And so... Yeah, yeah that's crazy. You know, DVD producer, that could be one. Did you hear Best Buy is no longer going to be selling CDs anymore? Yeah, yeah. They're stopping. Well, folks, uh, all right, if you want to get a hold of us, www.sorcerernetwork.com, Facebook, Beers and Ears podcast, Instagram, because we're not on Twitter anymore. We stopped doing that. Uh, Instagram, Beers Ears 1928. Uh, Gmail, Beers and Ears 1928 at gmail.com. Um, kcwoolly.com bigsportsteams.com and we have a lot of domains you should get that consolidated here uh and of course uh, matt's mistress podcast is coming about so yeah definitely give us a, a shout out and if you haven't rated us and reviewed us we'd love that five stars five stars right you betcha um okay anything else matt i think that's it all right let's raise our glasses buddy oh right i have that over here uh this yes. episode has been on us We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs>